0: Welcome to a journey through Advent. I am your host, Neil Cheshire, and I am joined today by a good friend of mine and our resident youth pastor and chief executive producer of this podcast, Logan Holloman. Logan, what's up, man?
1: What's up, Neilio? Good to be with you today, buddy.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to dive in to this time. And um, we are continuing, for those of you who are listening in our Advent series today, uh, this in our last episode, Daniel and I talked about uh, the idea of, you know, what is Advent? And we, mm-hmm. we dove into a little bit of our own experiences yeah. uh, and, and how they've formed us and transformed the way we've thought about engaging Jesus in this season. And I'm sure you have plenty of your own stories, Logan. And uh, and so I just encourage you guys, if you didn't listen to the last episode, please go back, listen to it. Each one of these episodes are going to build on each other. And so uh, it's going to be a really powerful time. And, and so I encourage you guys to do that. Um, so today, Logan, we're going to be talking about this idea it. of waiting and, mm. uh, and diving into uh, what it means. Uh, and so... I know this is everyone's favorite thing to do. You love waiting, um, don't you? Of you? course. You know, I mean this is this is a topic that everyone was hoping that we would talk about because they just love this idea of it,
1: waiting. It's actually everybody's favorite spiritual discipline, I think.
0: Yeah, every everyone's favorite thing to do for sure. Mount
1: Rushmore of of spiritual discipline. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes.
0: Yes. So um so tell me, Logan, uh in this this practice of waiting, this thing that I'm sure we're all excited and eager to do. Why is this so important what, in, in the this, in this season of Avid, What Why is it important for us to learn how to wait?
1: Yeah, that's, that's such a great question. And I think you guys did such a great job in the last podcast. Uh, just, just getting to hear your all's nuggets of wisdom and man it just touched my heart to hear it. and honestly if you haven't gone back or haven't done so please go back and take that it's worth a lesson. it's worth a a lesson for sure um but why waiting is important uh i think it's cuz it's it happens to us regardless if we like it or not <laughs> right right you can't you can't avoid it it just it, we <laughs> are always we are people of waiting it's part of being a, a human on this earth right? right um we find ourselves waiting for um, our popcorn to pop, uh, <laughs> we're waiting for the Nuggets season to start. Um,
0: or if your team is really bad, waiting for the season to end. Yeah,
1: you're waiting for the – you're like, man, <laughs> get the season over. You know, Broncos, not even having a quarterback, right. they were probably <laughs> waiting for that game to end, right? right? <laughs> um, yeah, there's. Th- we're always waiting. That That's part of life. And I, so I think when we say why is it important is because you're going to spend a, a lot of your life uh, – whether, whether it's waiting for a, a diagnosis or waiting for breakthrough or waiting for God to answer a prayer, um, it, it, it is to, to be a Christian, to follow Jesus, is to to live a life of waiting, right? And you Daniel right. mentioned that last week, right? Uh, we are waiting for Christmas, but we're also waiting for the second coming of Christ. We're waiting for his continued reforming of his nature inside of us, right? Yeah. And we're always in this constant, we're not there yet, right? His kingdom come. But not totally there yet. Right. right? So that's kind of the in-between, in and that is what waiting is, right? It is the in-between that we find ourselves so often. Um, so I think it's just so important for that reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, I agree with you completely in the sense of uh, it, it is it is not a choice to wait. Right. But it is a choice how we wait.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a huge um, point to make there, Neil. Because if we become aware of how we're waiting, um, we might recognize maybe some unhealthy patterns, or maybe it's not serving us as well, right? Right. Um, some of those that come to mind. I think that when we're in waiting, right, I want, I'm hopeful for something to to come. Uh, I, I might want in that moment to control that situation, right? I'm, I'm tempted. It's a temptation to take control to make it happen faster. Um, right. And on my timeline, right? I always love the, the the passages in the Old Testament of the prophets, uh, especially of Habakkuk. You know, he's always like, God, how could this possibly be the right way, right? And God's like... Where were you, man? Like, where were you in the beginning of the time, right?
0: Put him in his place. A little yeah, he kind bit of puts him in his place a little bit because
1: he's like, I got this thing figured out, and I'm I'm working this whole story out, right? And but when I often myself, I want to control that. I wanna I wanna hit that little speed dial a little bit <laughs> yes. on change or that waiting period. Like, what if we just go 1.5 speed, right? Just go a little faster, right? <laughs> right? So God put me in, put me in coach, and I I'll I'll try to control situation really, and I'm 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 resisting surrender ultimately, I think, in those moments, yeah. right? Uh, I think another one for me is, is escape, right? I, if I'm not waiting well, um, I'm often escaping, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm checking out. I'm escaping to uh, what might fill me in that moment, right? But but I think Pastor Daniel mentioned it last week of just, if we don't wait well, uh, we will often give in to something else that will be um doesn't serve us as well. It doesn't satisfy us, right? right? Like, we don't satisfy ourselves in the Lord. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch a couple more Netflix shows. I'm going to watch it a little bit longer. Uh, I'm going to uh, just, I'm going to be on my phone constantly. I'm not going to be present to those around me. I'm just going to try to go off to another place where I can check out, right? This is the checkout right. space, I think.
0: They're like finding a way to distract ourselves from the reality of waiting.
1: Exactly right. Even being come obsessed with like other people's lives, right? I think that's what social media. We're so obsessed with seeing other people's things because we don't have to be present to the thing that we're in, right? And then we get this. It just we all know these this downward spiral that can take us. But uh, if we don't become really cautious of that, we, we just fill our time right there, right? right? We just think of it as a, as a bad thing or a passive thing. Waiting can be a bad thing, and I think that's it. Let me just escape this. I want to get away from my waiting. We're putting our problems away a little bit.
0: Right, and I'm sure, too, that, I mean, I know my, I've experienced this. The reason why I look to distract myself or, like you said, escape is because I don't want to confront mm-hmm. the reality of my own brokenness mm-hmm. and of things that are going on in my life. And if I slow down, if I take inventory, if I do those things, mm-hmm. that's hard. You know, that's hard work. Right. And I, I don't really want to do that. It's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Right. You know, and so so I know that I find myself, you know, any, finding any any excuse to not engage my heart, uh, especially when I'm aware that something's out of place. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, it's it's when you have to take, you said take inventory. I like that idea. And what that is is you might find that you might be lacking in some areas, right? When you start lifting up some rocks, you might be going, ooh, man, that ooh, I don't like that as much, right? And that's a sign. Um, when we do that, I think it's a sign of humility is to do that and stop and say, God, let let me kind of check the oil here a little bit. Let me slow down, make sure I'm listening for your voice and not just living out of a place of Anxiety and busyness and constant motion, right? Right. I and mean, we've talked before about you know living that—that's that life with God, His God at God paced life, as opposed to trying to speed a lot, speed along the road. Or, or um, another area I think about too is like indulging, right? We 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 indulge because we want life to be comfortable all the time. We yeah. want that comfortable, but we don't want if we want His transformation, that might mean going at Jesus's pace and letting mm-hmm. Him be our truly our shepherd. Right, we're supposed to be following him, um, <laughs> right. not saying Jesus catch up. You know, come on, you know, right. let's go. We got too much stuff to do, uh, and especially as pastors, you know, that's always a temptation for us, right? Is to continue to do the work of the kingdom, but really, uh, hopefully, we're we're walking in step with our with our Lord and Savior. I mean, that that's the that is what it means to be a follower of Jesus.
0: Right. It reminds me of that scripture where he says, "Come to me." Mm-hmm. All you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you, which is easy and light. But the idea of being yoked with Christ mm-hmm. is is that picture of his pace mm-hmm. because you know like a yoke of oxen, they're they're together and they in order for things to work properly, they have to walk at the same pace right uh, And Jesus is giving us that invitation to to walk at his pace. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's awesome and so now i know that when you when we talk about waiting and watching and hope and all of these big ideas right. you know it, they can it can easily become more of a theological conversation and not a practice or a practical reality it's something that's just oh yeah it's great to talk about and we sound spiritual when we do it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but
1: i'm practicing advent right now (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i'm practicing slowing right people are like okay
0: (laughs) exactly and so i think you know um so we don't want it to turn into that you Mm -hmm. know so what is what is a practice? What, what is something that we can do hands-on right here, the people that are listening to this podcast? Um, what's a way that we can actually practice um, this active waiting, this um, waiting the way Christ taught us to wait? Like, how, how, how can we do that?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm reminded of a Eugene Peterson quote, and he said, Waiting is the discipled refusal to act before God acts. Mm. Right. And I'll say it one more time. The discipled refusal to act, act before God acts. And as I was kind of thinking on that, of man, I'm gonna refuse to give in, to escape, to take control, or just to indulge, just to comfort myself in the waiting. Right. And so when I think about that practically, you know how often when I go to the grocery store do I skip to the quickest line? I'm looking for the shortest one. Of course. Because right? I don't want to wait. Right. I can control that situation. I can steal back time. But I encourage you, what if you're going to find yourself in waiting this week? What if you went to the longest line and, and just and, and purposefully chose it, right? You're going to find moments, find moments this week where you can wait. And as you wait, see what comes up. See what God does in you, right? Maybe it's driving the slow lane. Maybe it's not. Maybe just drive the speed that. limit, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, my car doesn't go that fast, so I'm always good, you know? Um, you are beater. the slow lane, I Logan. am the slow lane. I'm like the person someone's blowing the horn at. Um, yeah, like what comes up in you in those moments? And I think in this season where we talked about last last week of busy, hurried, fast pace, all that stuff, choose moments to move slower, and let that be an act of worship. Let that be a moment mm-hmm. of saying, God, God, I am going to wait with you. I'm going to be active in my waiting, and I'm going to not push away those, those difficult moments. Like you said, what, what's going to come up? Man, maybe God has something for you in that. So maybe while you're in that long line <laughs> or in the slow lane or when you're at the DMV, don't, don't go to ESPN like I would usually do. Right, but right. Just sit there with my thoughts. Sit there with that and notice my breathing, notice my pace, um, and so I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Um, but there's also places that we can incorporate scripture, which I think we're going to do here at the end. Here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I love what you said in the sense of it's it's literally choosing to like intentionally choosing to go slower and take longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I love what you said about the slow lane. That's my challenge. I think right there, (laughs) because I do not like to drive slowly. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a great picture of trust. It's Mm -hmm. like my life can still be good and, and fulfilling and full, um, when I'm not going at a frantic
1: pace. Right.
0: Uh, I don't have to do that for my life to be fulfilling. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I, I know you you have a you have a practice for us today, yeah. um, and I, this is something that we're going to be doing in each of the episodes as we continue to go forward is we, we want to actually do something with you all and to take some time to, to really engage this idea in real time as you're listening to this podcast. So, Logan, you want to lead us in that?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So we just want to start this time... Um, wherever you might be, if you're listening to this on your ride to work or you're riding the light rail or maybe it's an early morning before your kids get up, I um, just want to go ahead and ask you to find a comfortable spot. Just begin to um, just get comfortable. And I'm going to read a passage of scripture over you guys. And maybe you want to close your eyes. Maybe you want to have your hands open and um, just as an accepting posture. But we just want to just remember about how many times throughout Scripture God asks us to wait on the Lord. It's actually the most common um, admonishment for His people, that we would wait on the Lord. So I'm going to read Psalms 130 a few times, just a couple times, and just, just let it slowly wash over you, and let that become maybe your prayer for this week. Maybe in those moments in those lines that this would become kind of your prayer in those moments, when you're tempted to, to, to hurry or to control or to escape. I hope that these words of, of, of Psalms 130 will come back over you throughout this week. So, Psalms 130, verse 5 says, I will wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word, word I hope, my soul waits for the Lord. More than those who watch for the morning. More than those who watch for the morning. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope my soul waits for the Lord. More than those who watch for the morning. More than those who watch for the morning. Jesus We just submit ourselves to just whatever you have for us in this Advent season. And we are open-handedly acknowledging that we are open to the changes you might have for us, that we're not going to control. um, We're we're surrendering that control. We're surrendering um, our even our will in this season, Lord, and putting our hope and trust in you. And so, Lord, let us be found waiting well. but we seek your righteousness first and not try to avoid the uncomfortable spaces of waiting? Lord, often in my life, you've chosen to, to speak most profoundly to me in those spaces. So, Lord, we we commit this time to you, and we commit our waiting to you. And let it be found. Let us be found waiting on you, that we are looking to the horizon, in this season, uh, and in the future, knowing that our hope is
0: in you, and you alone. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Logan. Um, and I encourage all of you guys listening to to do this at home. Uh, do this. Uh, do if you're married, you have kids, do it with your family. Um, you know, at a dinner time. And just taking some time to close to close your eyes, or I mean, if you're reading, maybe you can't close your eyes. Don't do it while you're driving. Yeah, you know? right. Not not while you're driving, but but just kind of reading scripture and, and letting that uh, letting that wash over you, because mm-hmm. um, it is powerful. Um, well, uh, that does it for. Part two of our Advent series. Don't forget that there are three more episodes in this series. And so they build on each other. So stick with us. Um, I think it's going to be a powerful time as we continue to move forward. Uh, Logan, thank you for leading us today.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure.
0: And I appreciate it. And for those of you who have a teenage kids or you have elementary school kids like I do, uh, man, you have got to be thrilled to have this man of God as your youth pastor, your kid's youth pastor. Um, such a blessing, man. I appreciate you and the way you lead. I'm so excited for my kids to (laughs) jump into youth group with you. Can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be so powerful, man. And so, um, so yeah, love you guys. Merry Christmas. And, uh, we will talk to you again soon.